coming up on Relatables. Clearly, I'm passionate about this subject. <laughs> okay, buddy. Act like your hairline and take a few steps back. Stop! I'm already receding! Stop! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> That's good for you, eh? If I open up to you and I show you my receding hairline and you say that to me, I'm breaking up. You want to show away. the camera? No. Why not happening. Do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. Relatables. You are listening to Relatables Season 3 Episode 18 18, it's a big one We're back at it again We're back at it, guys Patreon That's where it's at How much is it per month? That's $5 a month $1.25 a week That's 17 cents a day, guys it's cheap as fuck We girl masked it for you Get over there Episodes are good over there Have some fun oh, I mentioned it on the Dilemmas episode But I'm mentioning it here again for some reason, the Patreon episodes are so much better. Yeah, they slap. It's because we don't want to get cancelled. We can't get cancelled over there, sorry. Yeah, it's something about that. It's just that we... I've been editing the past two episodes. I'm like, these are fucking good. I know. It's weird, isn't it? I do. I, I feel the same. They yeah. are good episodes, so... And I'm not just saying that because we make them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and there's also stuff to catch up on over there, so... And you're still early if you get over there. You could be considered a, an early fan. Yeah, that's it. But, all right, let's get into today. We are kicking things off mm. with nice guy or fuckboy for each other. <laughs> we fought. Nice guy or fuckboy based off Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's, yeah. Jake's backing himself here, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got four photos on our screen in the studio, but you might be listening on Spotify and being like, where can I look at these f- stunning photos of Jake if he's a nice guy or a fuckboy? And they're on YouTube. It's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice guy or fuckboy for Jake. Picture one. <laughs> Mirror selfie at the gym. What's wrong with that? What do you mean? There's nothing. What's wrong with that? That is just like a walking ick from nah. the girly pop side of things. Come on, man. But you know why? Look, someone commented nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you can get away with it? Why? Because you look good and you're a fuckboy. That's why I can get away That's with it. That's why only people who can get away with mirror selfies are fuckboys. Because they fuck from it. You're attracting the wrong type of lady from this photo, Jake. I can't argue with you. You, I, I, I can understand your thinking process. You're like working hard in the gym. You look good. You're proud of your body, but you're a fuckboy. It's a couple of years ago now. I'm a changed man. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Picture two. Oh. He's back in the gym, flexing those triceps. Ooh, looking good, man. Bit puffier. You been bulking? That was peak bulk. Some heavy girl, boy. Some girls like the bigger guy. I'm a heavy boy. Bit there. A, a bit more of a like muscle. Like a bit fluff on him. Muscly dad bod. Mm. Yeah. You know what that's good for? What? Fucking. Because you're a fuckboy. <laughs> you got more energy. There's more calories in. You're a fuckboy. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to give you something here, man. Like the haircut's given, like, I don't know. No. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two fuckboy. Picture number three. Oh, God. This, is this how girls take hot bikini pics? I hope not. <laughs> um, um, I can't. Give, you're a fuckboy, hey? Oh, come on, man. What are you here? Justify yourself. PJs. <laughs> you, know, you know why? Because you just fucked and you just put them back on. Fuck. Easiest thing to put on. <laughs> oh. Okay. We're in Bali. You're looking good here. Whoever this is the day after Bali Belly. Let's, I'll break it down. Chop the head and then the body off, all right? Mm. Face, smile, eyes, mm. majestic eyes, that yep. little scar. I would say nice guy. Yeah. Taking into account the whole photo, hookah necklace, <laughs> little pinky ring, 
a wife beater. Yeah, it's barley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because you've been fucking it's in hot. barley. It's <laughs> hot. <laughs> Fuck boy. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, four from four. <laughs> Jake is the biggest fuck boy there is. Oh man, that's heavy. <laughs> oh, that's not good for me. All jokes aside, though, I was look, I put I picked four photos just for like <laughs> make him look like a fuck boy. Comedic effect. Yeah, comedic effect. <laughs> on his, I could have even chosen fuck boy. Oh. Like weed guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do post some random stuff. Yeah, Instagram's um, comical. It's very funny. Yeah, I just yeah. like to go for it. Oh, it's either f- or you fuck on it. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. I just don't like taking it ser- social media seriously. No, it's so. I'd rather make fun of myself. Well, I think it's better to caption your personality, and you mm. do that quite well. That's what people want. Eh, is yeah. your personality? Evidently. It's all about the captions. Yeah. It's all about like to make fun of yourself in the captions. Mm, in, That's ex- where you go. Exactly. So don't take it too seriously. All right. I sh- maybe shouldn't have went so hard. <laughs> yeah, you're next. All right. Fuck boy or nice guy based off of Instagram for Oddie. Okay. Photo one. Look at the vein on your bicep, bro. What can I say? Look at the definition. Yeah, Look at the abs, the chest. Five years of up and down, mate. Five years of up and down. Mm-hmm. Better uh, up. Down, up, down. <laughs> okay, all right. Now I'm okay. He's. I look, you look at it straight away and you think, "Fuck, boy." What? But, but I am gonna be nice and I'm gonna go with nice guy based off of number one, the smile, and number two, I feel like fuck boys don't wear running shoes to the gym. These hawkers are doing me good. Eh? Yeah, I feel like you're a nice guy. You don't cheat on the misses. And you wear running shoes to the gym because you don't want girls to look at you. You want girls to think you're weird. Oh. <laughs> I'll take it. Photo one. Nice guy. What about the Von Dutch pants? I like them. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's it. Those are fuckboy vibes though. What? So don't, don't, don't try and get my head. Okay. Okay. I, I, like I won't influence. I nice won't influence. Guy. Nice guy. Number two. All right. I'm getting Love Island vibes. No. I am because look where you are. You're on a boat. Nice, nice area. You're in Bali by the looks of it. And then if you go down, you're not wearing a shirt and you're like big. And like right now, it's obvious that like you've been, you know, you're not as cut as in the first photo. You're a little bit more. You're like, oomph. you got some oomph to your, to your. To be, to be fair on this boat, I was with a fuck boy. And hey, and, <laughs> and the caption, no one's safe. I don't know what I was thinking. That's fuckboy caption. I'm trying to um, defend myself here. That's fuckboy caption. I'm thinking like marriage, that's a majestic place. My head's in the middle of the cave. The caption is what settles it. No one's safe? No one's safe. Yeah. Fuckboy. I I don't know what I was thinking of that. Um, Number two. Sorry, number three. All right, group setting here. You're out. Oh, you're out for your birthday. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Um, We've got... Look at the smile on him. It's a smile. I like how you post a photo that you look good in and your mates don't look good in. (laughs) Um, I'm selfish. But I'm going to go nice guy. I'm going nice guy. Here's a smile. And it's always about, I find find a fleece jumper makes a guy look like a nice guy. Mm. Photo four. Oh, mate. Adorable. Adorable. Again, with the fleece jumper. And oh, yeah, the captions say, and then a slice of cheese. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. Say cheese. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to go nice guy. Nice guy? So yeah, let's go. We'll go. What is it? Three out of four is nice guy. You're let's a nice go. guy. You got to have a little bit of fuck boy in you. You got to have a little bit of fuck boy in you, but it, you, all through and through, you got to be a nice guy. So Thanks, man. Yeah, no, you look good, man. You're Thank looking you. Good. You're looking real tan in all these. Have you lost it? 
I think it's the TV contrast. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair, fair play. Oh, well, that was I good. Like nice guy, fuckboy. So, yeah, you guys, you guys can be the judge. Head over to, um, what's it called? YouTube. YouTube. Check it out. Look Tyler Park commented on your birthday fun. <laughs> the retardables. <laughs> That's rude. And also, even look what text. Text is one of the ones in the photo you wrote. Jai Gaffey was another one. He wrote, we've been shafted here. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. All right, guys. And Uh, if you want your profiles rated, we need permission from the actual contestants. So head on to our Insta and say, like, um, we give you permission to look at our Instagram. Yep. That's all you got to do. And we'll tag you in. Yeah, you get a tag. So you get some fucking. We'll give you a tag on TikTok and Instagram if you want. So Uh, We're thinking only guys still. What was your idea? We got, sent, we got sent one from a girl saying, oh, my idea for girls is you could look at their profiles and judge whether or not they're a man-eater or the girl next door. Mm. And so with man-eater, I'm assuming, I'm assuming like it's a nice guy saying, fuck girl. Yeah. And then girl next door is like, it's um, there's like it's like this whole stigma, you know. It's like, oh, she's the girl next door. She's the girl in my dreams. Okay. Like she's the girl next door. Well, if the girly pops want it, we'll do I it. I mean, true. Like, it's like you guys send it in. You're giving us permission. And by all means, if you want to see it, then we'll... we'll, we'll Give it a crack. We we'll probably keep it on the episode, and not post it on socials. Yeah, because we yeah we might get roasted. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll you guys let us know. Yeah, you guys know what's actually up. But if you want to see a guy friend in here, get him to send us his profile and say I'll give you permission and we'll do it. Yeah. We'll let you know if we think he's a fuck boy or a nice guy based off his Insta. Yeah, I agree. Do what you wanna do. Be what you wanna be. Relatables. Dilemmas time. No dilemma. I chose this one as a quick one. No dilemma. I just want to know your favorite Barbie movie, favorite dress from Barbie movie, favorite side character, usually an animal, and <laughs> Bibble and Bibble impersonation from Barbie Mermaids, Eleanor Winnie Pooh in high in a high pitched baby voice. Last one, not doing. First ones. You haven't seen the Barbie movie? No. So my favorite Barbie movie. There's a lot of animated ones. Oh, there is. But my favorite one is the first, the like <laughs> live action Barbie movie. Okay. Fucking hilarious. You need to watch it, bro. It's on, um, I need to watch it. It's on Disney. Yeah, you need yeah. to watch it. It's so good. Watch it with your missus. Mm. It's fucking good. It's like, honestly, I, I'm telling you, but it's actually funny. Okay, okay. Um, I'm just Ken one like song of the year. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so my favorite Barbie movie is the most recent one, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Favorite dress from Barbie movie. I'm going to go with not dress, but when she was wearing the cowgirl outfit when they went to the real world, which you'll find out when you watch it. Mm. And then my favorite side character, I'm going to say, has to be Ken, Ryan Gosling. Is he a side character? Man of my dreams. He's not a main? Well, he's a supporting actor. Yeah, okay. So, like, guess kind of side. He's probably more main, but still, love, to, love him to death. He's mm. too good. He's fucking hilarious. I know. So, that was that quickly. So well, I just kind of, could I get an impersonation out of you? Of what? Eleanor Winnie the Pooh. I literally don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Now for a real one. My dilemma. I'm a 19-year-old girl going to college. Here, I confess that I've had some flings and all, but never had a serious relationship before. Probably the reason why is I always get scared and then when I start to like someone, I feel like I fall in love with the situation, the fact that I'm falling in love, but not the guy himself. If I pursue him like that, I think I will waste his time and energy because I don't like him in that way at the end of the day. So my dilemma is, how can you recognize that the feeling you have is genuine and literally towards the person and not the situation you're in? P.S. Sending love from Tokyo. Love you guys. 
Tokyo. What the fuck? That's sick. Yeah, that's no, a pretty cool way. Tokyo. I've never been. I'd love to go. Same. But Okay. So she falls in love with the situation, not the man in front of her. And so she wants tips on how to recognize if you have genuine feelings. Yes. Do you think that a lot of people get genuine feelings and then they fight it so hard that they just like get in their own head? Or do you think like genuine feelings, you know? What do you think? I think this is a tough thing to navigate because I think a lot of people get lost in that situationship and it's not genuine feelings and then they get lost in that Mm. and also they don't have genuine feelings. Yep. So I don't know. How can you recognize that the feelings are genuine towards the person and not the situation? Okay, here we go. When you want to just do things for them and you're not even like questioning about taking the time out of your day to do them. Oh, that is good. That's a good one, eh? That I feel like good. that's when I know when I like someone. If I'm willing to go do stuff, I'm willing to like. If I'm willing to like skip the gym just because I want to see you. Fuck, you love her if you skip the gym. If you yeah, if, if I just want to see you and I'm willing to skip the gym, yeah. You know, if I'm willing, if I'm willing to like cheat on my diet more than once a week just because I want to fucking see you, girl. So, what's something what's that you girl? love doing mm. and you're willing to sacrifice because you want to see this person? You just need to be with them. You need to spend time with them. Maybe that's a good way to I tell. think that's a really good way that makes her feelings genuine. Mm. Even just like fucking wanting to FaceTime them every day. Like just giving them that time that you would normally use watching YouTube or, I don't know, doing something else. Mm. I think that's a really good one. Mm. So, I reckon, yeah, if you're willing to sacrifice time without giving a shit and then my tip would be always like, I'm willing to do it. When I want to see you, but at the same time, I still want to go to the gym. <laughs> I still don't want to cheat you often. Okay. And you need to understand that. I, I think, <laughs> do you think another one would be, or would that be getting lost in it when time doesn't exist with them? Or would you consider? Oh, no, that's a good one. That is? That's a good one. Yeah. When, when, if you're with them for four hours and you're like, that felt like 30 minutes, you're like, you know that you, you guys get along. Yeah. I feel like that's genuine connection when mm. time doesn't exist. That's another reason. That's a really good one as well. There's a lot, but like, I think you'll, You'll know and maybe... I feel like it's a gut feeling at the end of the day. Maybe try not to fight it. Mm. Yeah, maybe try... And maybe at the same time, maybe you might need to admit that you're not ready. Maybe. Yeah, if you keep falling in love with the, you know, the fling, you know, the fact that... She's she's falling in love with the idea the of what, situation. He, what he could be, mm. which is what a lot of people do. They build up this false expectation of this person in front of them. And that's yeah. not who they are. Exactly. So, oh, yeah, it's just... It's, yeah, end of the day, it's so simple. You just know. I feel like you do know, yeah. If it's genuine or not. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Next one. Okay, so condense to this as much as possible. Appreciate that. Queen. I work overseas, have done for 10 years. Recently, my boyfriend who I dated from the ages of 14 to 19 decided to drop in unannounced to my messages, stating he is still in love with me and that all the other girls he's been with since are just there trying to fill a void. Wow. That no one compares to me and the relationship and the plans we had. Told me to quit my job and move back to Australia and not work and he will take care of me and we will start a family. Only to find out he is recently engaged and has been in a long-term relationship for five years. This guy was my first love. What does he get out of saying this? Is he calling bluff? We are now 29. 29! This keeps coming back how you said... Best thing you can do is get rid of your first love. Get over your first love. Fucking hell. I, feel, I don't know. It sounds like she was, but now that he's back in the DMs, she's kind of like, oh, he was my first love. Mm. He's engaged, love. But do you think he's over it? 
Clearly not. Yeah. Oh, wait. Depends. I don't know. Maybe this guy's a fuckwit. Is he just trying to make some drama? That's a good question. What does he get out of saying this? He gets... What does he get out of saying this? Feeling wanted by two women. Ooh. Maybe. Which is toxic. Very. Well, if man's engaged and he's saying this, that the girl he's engaged to doesn't fill the void that you left. Yeah. That's just fucked. He's, he owes this to this other person to not be engaged to her and tell her how he actually feels because he's not being right on that side of the relationship. <sighs> but also just like... Do you screenshot it and send it to his, his partner? Fuck. I just wouldn't... I would just, just not... Cause I would not reply. Maybe... You've oh, moved on. Block him. Yeah. Blocked, blocked, blocked. If you've moved on, blocked. I feel like this is such a relatable situation where you always compare situations you're in with... Like your first relation, your first serious relationship, mm-hmm. and you always like jump back to it. And yeah. I don't know the fact that he's still doing this means he's immature and never moved on. He hasn't grown up. He hasn't grown up, and like no. as your first love's beautiful in so many ways, but it's so toxic. Every I bet you every single first love is toxic, dumb, did something stupid, broke someone's heart, did something that causes a bit of trauma. Mm. Trauma, sorry. Mm. And it's just dealing with that and moving on, like Jake said, getting over your first love. And he get only thing him him getting out of this is showing that he's a bad person. Literally. So yeah, I think you've seen the type of person. I he think is. There's, there's certainly is a time and a place when you should block him. What does he get out of saying this? Who the fuck knows? He's narcissist. Yeah. Fuck him. Who fuck cares? Him. Okay, my next one. Well, he's a long one. Hi, I'm trying to keep this short and simple as possible. Five months ago, I made my shot. Started following a guy that I knew from sport on Insta. He texted me on Tinder and started snapping, but his vibe was very much come chill and I was very clear that I was not that type of girl. And I honestly thought that he would give up and stop talking to me as he has moved to the US to play sport. Fast forward to now and we are still talking and lately have been FaceTiming. Some calls up to four to six hours. What the? Even with a nine hour time differences, the, co- the combos are so natural and he now asked me to come to visit him with a friend. So my dilemma is my feelings have very much changed from... Um, it's funny and him just showing me interest when no one's home and something to do to now I see this friendship in quotations meaning a lot more. It's pretty clear that there is some kind of sexual tension between us. Would you guys say it's valid slash weird that I have low-key feelings for a guy that I've never physically met and talked to up to two to six hours? My friends call him a long-distance boyfriend. Sorry, couldn't be shorter. Love the pod. Uh, it's all good. Okay, I'm going to say it's not weird to catch feelings. No. I don't. I mean, I don't think it's weird. No, I don't think so either. No, like you guys have like FaceTimed for four to six hours, mm. quite often. Yeah, that's a lot. Ooh, I tell you what, this is actually um, relatable for mm. myself. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah, but it's is it? Is it because he lives in a different country? You can you can obviously say how yours started, but you guys live in the same country. Yeah, but obviously go for it. Yeah, so, so it's relatable though. Yeah, uh, me and my girlfriend now started talking when sh- she was in Portugal, I think. Mm-hmm. She was in traveling Europe and she messaged me. Little and, DM slide. Yeah, exactly Little the same. DM slide. <laughs> and we hit it off and it um, turned into FaceTimes. Yeah. And then sort of- I don't think you guys weren't doing four hours a day though, were you? No, nah, I'd say like two hours, maybe two and a half max. That's still, that's a long time. That was a long time. That's good. And then 
we. I fully, I fucking, I'm, st- I'm still coming back. I remember this. I remember you. I remember the day she messaged you and you told me. Yeah, I fully do. <laughs> and it sort of turned into. It, it was actually, I found it very healthy because we sort of built a connection over um, an intellectual connection over a physical connection first, which a lot of relationships build a physical connection first mm. and just they use that as the baseline for the whole relationship and then they brush all the um, emotional side of things under the carpet. So I think it was actually kind of, it was a very unique situation, but healthy in our part because we built such an emotional connection without physical being such a benefit. And then, Basically, you guys like were forced to talk. Yeah. Instead of just fuck. <laughs> Basically. Really. Yeah. And same as you two, you guys have been forced. But the only thing is, so it's like you guys went into it. Like you guys, like you, like you talked and you obviously liked each other while you guys were FaceTiming. But like, I assume both of you, like you, you, got, you guys didn't start dating over FaceTime. Like you no. waited till she got well, home. Well, we still knew you were like, she lives in Sydney. We had to come back and mm. test the physical side of things. Still had to be a connection there. Yeah. But so coming back to her, I don't think it's weird that you've built um, a connection and feelings through the phone. It's just, is it um, plausible that at the end of this, you can come together or is it just the thing you've made up in your head? Like, cause at the end of the day, I knew she was coming back to Sydney, which is an hour and a half away from me, mm. which is doable. But is this situation where he's moved yeah, away? Yeah, I wonder if he's coming back. Yeah, like if, if, if he's never coming back or there's no way in the foreseeable future that you're going to be able to come together for a long period of time, I would say it's not Bit, re- yeah. It's kind of silly to play with your emotions. Mm. But definitely, I feel the same. I've, also, though, it's like, so also what I'm getting from this is that they talk on FaceTime as, as friends. So like she said that there's, there is sexual tension. Like obviously it hasn't been spoken about because like, oh yeah, you know, like she would have been like, we both admit we like each other, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think that's what's happening. I think that they're still just like, they just talk for hours and hours. Like these mates and like, they still just say they're friends. Like they're not admitting feelings for each okay. other. When it's obviously both do have no. feelings for each other. Like with you guys, obviously like, I don't know. I don't know what you spoke about, but I assume you guys like obviously were like, oh yeah, no, like I'm getting feelings, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, she went in the date category straight mm. away. Whereas this, uh, yeah, good you brought that up. I reckon you should stop talking because you guys are, don't know how to communicate. Feelings. I don't think you guys, yeah, I think you guys are both have some, I'm sorry to say this, I think you have some maturing to do. I think this is going to end poorly. I just don't think it's going to end with anything happening. I think it ends with both of you hurt if you go any further. One day, once someone's going to start talking to someone who's physically near them yeah exactly and then the other ones who knows what he's doing off facetime yeah i know you know i'm not saying he is doing anything but it's like he's in a different country yeah i know and it's just it's just gonna be a sad day when one of you move on and the other one is just left in the dust exactly so i'm sorry but we think that it's better for your health and well-being to uh yeah, yeah move on all right hey guys i'm just after some guy perspective on toys in the bedroom I'm 20, female, and have been seeing a male, 21, for a while now. It's been nothing but fun. However, he's yet to make me finish the race in the bedroom. <laughs> Ooh. I think if I was to bring a vibrating toy in the game... Um, sorry, if, uh, if I think if I was to bring a vibrating toy, the game would be changed. However, he is the first guy I've been with, and I'm not sure if he would see this as weird. Anyway... Love, uh, love for your opinion on the subject. Love the show and everything you're doing. Thanks. Okay. Honestly, just ask him. It's just so simple. It's because she's young. Yeah, and also, you know what else I'd say? Okay, so you guys are both like young. I assume like you guys have probably had sexual partners prior, so you have some experience. Yeah. But 
I would, it goes a long way if you can be vocal about what you like. Exactly what I was going to say. Teach, teach him. Even like, even, okay, so outside of sex, just chatting, mm. it's it's good to be able to be like, what, let, let him know what you like and maybe like, let him know, like, I want you to get me to finish. Like, let's, we need to do, try some new shit or whatever. And also like, and maybe say to him, like, is there anything like you want me to do? Like, cause you, it's like tip for tat kind of. And it's good to be like, while you guys are having sex, you guys want to have actually like be able to be vocal about what you like and like, don't be afraid of, of just like enjoying it. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I was afraid to like genuinely enjoy it. Mm. And I've even had girlfriends that like were afraid to enjoy it. And I was also just like lack of experience. Whereas it gets to, you just like, it's, it's not embarrassing to enjoy it. No, like, not at all. Like guys can make noises too. Yeah. Like, oh. Tell him you want to hear him just like, I don't know. Tell him you want him to call you like his fucking good little girl or something. I don't know. Some <laughs> chicks love it. Yeah. And answer your question. No, toy wouldn't be weird. And, and also just ask him that. Yeah, exactly. And secondly, he'd probably, he's going to think it's hot. He's a 21 yeah, year old male. Sure he's going to be like, fuck yeah. Oi, my girlfriend likes having toys in the bedroom. Yeah. Mates, and she's, they're going to be like, fuck, you're lucky. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And when you're having sex and I'm sure you know how to make yourself finish, just grab his hand and tell him how you like it. Mm. Like when you do and doing stuff, like yeah. just show him how it's done on your body. And like yeah. everybody's different as and well. And if he's doing, so if it's a, if it's a thing where he can't last long enough, I would definitely bring a toy in. But if it's like a, maybe poor, like if he's just not great at it, like you need to, when he's doing something that you really, really enjoy, you need to be like, oh yeah, I really like that. Keep doing that. Yeah. Because if he's like, if he's a good guy, he's going to want you to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, he's going to want you to finish. Well, I feel like this sex is good. It's just like he's just lacking that end little finisher. So, yeah, you just got to just gotta help him get his experience up, you know? Yeah. Clearly no one's cooked here. He needs help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's figuring out each other's body. Like, Yeah, true. And know, it, it'll be so much better when you guys can just be fully open and honest about what you want. Trust yeah, me. Because he'll probably tell you, like, I don't know, you've been jerking his dick weird or like yeah. something like that. You might, you might give toothy head. Yeah. You might be like... And you just you need to know that because you want him to enjoy the stuff you do to him. And like, if he eats you out and you guys and he's shit at it, you got to tell him what you actually enjoy because he wants you to enjoy it. You don't want to just be faking it. As normalized talking about this kind of stuff mm. with your partner, like you think it's like taboo to say, oh, like th- that didn't actually feel that good. Yeah, like it's not. It's, it's like you feel bad saying it, but like you go, you, you want to help. You want to. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, just you want it to be fucking fun. It's like yeah. meant to be like. Is it meant to be like the best? It's, the, best to be, it's literally best feeling in the world. Yeah. And like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying you guys are idiots for not doing that. I just wish someone said that to me at that age. So do I. But good luck. Good luck. <laughs> do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. Relatables. All right. We got a new game, guys. Went to, uh, went to my sister for this one. Mm-hmm. This, she's, uh, we're a couple of self-proclaimed Swifties mm. and we're going to test it out. I'm going to test Oddie. Joanna is a long running career Swifty. So I got her to help me out with this. She's All a right? big one too. She's insane. So this is going to be called Who Sang the Lyric? Taylor Swift edition. Bonus point if you can get the song name. <laughs> All right, ready? <laughs> All the King's Horses... And all the king's men couldn't put me together again. Who sang it? Taylor Swift or Humpty Dumpty? Um, say it again. All, all the, the king's, king's horses, horses and, and all, all the, the king's, king's men, men couldn't put me together again. I think Humpty Dumpty's slightly different. Taylor Swift? Trick question. Both. Oh. 
<laughs> you can't stop me like that. Why not? I'm going to let you know there's a few tricks ones in here, mate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I thought um, Humpty Dumpty didn't say like men. I thought oh, they said put like us back soldiers to- or something. Put yeah. us back together again. Yeah. All know. right. Okay. Who sang the lyric? I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Was it Taylor Swift or Nicki Minaj? Nicki. Ooh, good answer. Woo-hoo. Can you guess the song? From Nicki. Nah. Stupid Ho. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Who sang the lyric? Tripping when you're gone. Taylor Swift or Juice World? Tripping when you're gone. Oh, that one's tough. Tripping when that's some tri- um Juice World would just chuck in somewhere, right? Tripping when you're gone. But that's also like Taylor Swift. Taylor, good guess. Let's go. Taylor Swift song. No. So it goes. So it goes. Okay. All right. No tears left to cry. Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande. Good answer. I'm on it, baby. You're on fire. <laughs> what can I say? All right. Who sang the lyric? A drug that only worked the first few hundred times. Who sang it? Taylor Swift or Lana Del Rey? Say it one more time. A drug that only worked the first few hundred times. Taylor. Good guess. <laughs> Song? No. Illicit affairs. Illicit affairs, baby. Oh, you're, you are a Swifty through and through. You are. What can I say? Wow. All right. Who sang the lyric? Pouring my heart out to a stranger, but I didn't pour the whiskey. Taylor Swift or Johnny Cash? Oh, God, I don't listen to Johnny Cash. <laughs> whiskey? Would Taylor wouldn't say it one more time? Pouring my heart out to a stranger, but I didn't pour the whiskey. Is that saying he didn't pour whiskey for him? I'm going to go Taylor. Good guess. Let's go. <laughs> I am on fire. Damn, boy. Me and Taylor. Oh, shit. You're a Swifty. We're tight. All right. Who sang the lyric? I cannot see myself without you. Taylor Swift or Fetty Wap? <laughs> I cannot see myself without you. Oh, that could be Eva. That could be in anything. Ooh, can I can't see fatty. <laughs> Good guess. Let's go. <laughs> You're just guessing these now. No. And the song? Um, broccoli? Is that what he nah, sings? It's called, it's called Again. And it's oh. like, I cannot see myself without you. Dude, you are just guessing these. No, I'm not. You're a Swifty. You're a Swifty. Yeah. All right. Okay. This one. How many are left? Uh, like three. Okay. Who sang the lyric? If I was an empty space and you were a frameless shape. Sorry. If I was an empty space and you were a formless shape, we'd fit. Taylor Swift or Noah Khan? Noah doesn't sing that. One more time. If I was an empty space, was an empty space. and you were a formless shape, we'd fit. Oh, I guess it could be. I would know Noah Khan if he said that. Swift. Wrong. No, no I can't. What song? Strawberry wine. Oh, I don't listen to that. Damn You're not it. a real fan. Damn it. Damn, but I thought I was like, I thought you were gonna get that instantly. Oh. I was like, I don't even I don't listen to strawberry I like, wine. I didn't even want to I don't I didn't even want to read that one. Oh. All right. Who sang the lyric? The altar is my hips. 
Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande? The altar is my hips. Fuck, I'm losing it, man. I'm just, just like ran. You don't even know what fucking contents to sung it sung in. Ariana. Wrong. Taylor Swift. Oh. False god. False god. Okay. All right. Last one. Yep. Who sang the lyric? Snow on the beach. Weird, but fucking beautiful. Taylor Swift or Lana Del Rey? Taylor Swift. Trick question. Both. Oh, what? They did a duet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. Those trick questions were cheeky. She, she got us good there. How, that was fucking good, but you did well. I know. I reckon you had to get. I got eight. Did you? Did yeah. you get? Did you get oh, really? Or minus Humpty Dumpty. There's 10. Yeah. So you got the, the, the first one and the last one wrong because they're both trick questions. Yeah. So I got six then. I got two wrong. Yeah. Okay. Six. That's, That's pretty good. good. Six out of ten. Test your friends, guys. Shit. Oh, we need to play that again. You need to do it to me next week. Yeah, that good. shit was banging. That was good. I'm surprised with myself. I'm, bro, I'm happy for, I'm happy for you, eh? That was, I didn't think you were going to get any of them, eh? When Joanna called me last night, she was testing me with them. Yeah. I was like, um, I was like doing them and I got one right. Mm. And um, she was, and I was like, oh, he's going to get zero, right? <laughs> I'm angry with myself with that Noah Klein one, eh? I was, I- I'm curious. I got that one right instantly. I'm curious. I couldn't believe that. I, 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 you know he sings that. He's going to sing it at his concert for sure. I know. Mm. Damn it. What you wanna do, be what you wanna be, relatables. All right, Jake. Up next, I thought we could talk about um, attachment styles in a relationship. Mm. Do you know what they are? Oh, there actually is different styles. Well, there's different. It's how you sort of need connection and how you approach it when you're not um, together as well. Okay. Have you ever been with someone and they're like really needy? Yep. Or like they're kind of distance themselves? Mm, I would say I've had both experiences, yes. Yeah, so most people think there's like, I don't know, probably about two and mm. it's like secure and insecure attachment styles, mm. but there's actually four. Okay. So there's secure, um, anxious, dismissive and avoidant, which is like a distance, and disorganized attachment style. Disorganized? I think I kind of fall into that one. Oh, honest. shit, they all have definitions? Yeah, they all have definitions. Oh, and I shit, okay. Very, very in- interesting. So secure attachment style and what it looks like. Empathetic and able to set appropriate boundaries. People with secure attachments tend to lead safe, stable and more satisfying in their relationships. When they're alone, they don't fear their partner doing something else and their relationship is very meaningful, which makes a lot of sense. I feel like I do... Everyone obviously wants to have that one. I would say that's like considered to be the most healthy, yeah? Mm. What do you think? I think so. Well, okay. What's funny is when you started reading it, like I think I have a little bit of that, but I also think that I have, um, like, can you read a little bit of it again? Yeah. Empathetic and sets appropriate boundaries. People are secure attachment, tend to feel safe, stable, and more satisfied in their close relationships. So I think I'm pretty good at setting boundaries. Mm. Um, and then there was a part where you said they don't worry about what they're going to do when they're alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't know if you get this. Like, I don't, I don't worry that someone's going to cheat. But like, are they ever out and like, you do just kind of like, you are a bit anxious? I don't get that. No? No. I still like, I still do get like a bit anxious. Yeah, okay. But I don't like, but I know they're not going to cheat. And yeah. like, I can still fall asleep at night. 
But I it's definitely think you... I think I still get that like anxious feeling of it. I, I think it's just also that's also could be seen as healthy because you care so much about this person. True. And you just true. let it happen because he's like, oh, I just, yeah. I just love her so much. And I'm a bit like, oh. <laughs> true. That's probably what it is. Yeah. And I also one of the biggest things I hate is just knowing like that when a girl goes out that they do kind of have to put up with like attraction. Like if it, yeah, like when, a, when an attractive girl goes out, like they have to put up with like guys being like some guys are super upfront, like being touchy feely, like they have to put up with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I get really worried about. I'm like, like, I'm not worried they're going to do anything to, to disrespect me, but I feel like I get very, I just feel so bad that I'm not there to deter that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I wish I was there and my presence was there to just to, 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 to deter all of that. So they didn't have to put up with it. It is like I just have to like. It's an annoying thing of today's day and age. It, oh, it's probably not even today's day and age. It's just all forever, the time, forever. It's probably it hasn't changed ever. Yeah, it's just oh, it's it's very annoying. It is very annoying. Like I've heard stories just like about like girls just waiting in line to get a drink, and they were with a friend, but the friend just went to the toilet, which is fine. Like go to the toilet, and I'm in line to get a drink. I should be able to feel safe here, right, right here, right now. Yeah. But um, a guy came up and just like grabbed her on the waist. And she had to like push him off. And I his, hate his hearing mates, stories like that. And, his, and it really, it just like makes my blood boil because it's like, although you're at a public place and obviously if he does make a scene, someone's going to help you. Just the fact that you even have to think that that's going to happen. You and I could go out anywhere knowing that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Like the only reason you and I ever get a little grab, get grabbed is because someone's like, hey, podcast. And like they're drunk and they try and. Yeah, I know. It's very, like, it's, and I'm, but I'm not scared. It's, if anything, it's just annoying. I'm not scared. It's not a scary feeling. And it, I feel like it's, I just feel so very upset that mm. women have to go through it. It just annoys me. And is that what you get anxious about? Something I think like, like that definitely, I just, yeah, I just feel bad that I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if, I, if something was to happen uh, and like they got hurt, like I'm not there. Like yeah. I feel bad that I'm not there. Oh, I, feel, well. I, feel, I feel like you'd categorize that as healthy. It's just, you want to be mm. there to be that supportive yeah. rock, I guess in yeah. a way. And it's like, Oh, it's like, I've got my phone on, text me whenever, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And um, well, here's what it said. How secure attachment styles affect adult relationships. Having a secure attachment style doesn't mean you're perfect and you experience, you don't experience relationship problems but you feel secure enough to take responsibility for your own mistakes and fallings and you're willing to seek help and support when you need it. Damn, okay. Yeah, so that one's pretty good. Okay, the next one is anxious attachment style. Okay, anxious attachment style is labelled as overly needy. The label suggests people with this attachment style are often anxious and uncertain, lacking self-esteem. They don't crave emotional intimacy, but they worry when others don't want to be with them. Ooh, okay. That's Are interesting. You? Yeah. Does that Would that fall under... That wouldn't really fall under just like missing someone heaps when they're not around, would it? I think to a certain extent, a little bit. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with missing no, it's someone, not. but like if it's like crippling missing someone, like you need constant reassurance of a text, like blah, blah, it's, blah. It's, it's funny because they feel needy doing it, but that's what they need. So it's like- They probably feel bad doing it Yeah, too. they do. I yeah. think so. How it affects adult relationships. If you have an anxious attachment style, you may be embarrassed about being too clingy or you're or you feel worn down by fear and anxiety from whatever your partner really loves. Oh, so that one, so people that fall under that, they like, it, would that be kind of like the, am I good enough type thing? I think so. So it's like, am I good enough? Why, why do they love me? I know they tell me they love me, but it's like, do I believe them? Yeah. It's oh. a, 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 often second guessing yourself. That'd just be such a shit feeling. Why do? Is that something that you would think like, although it's a style of, so these are attachment styles, right? Yeah. 
So yes, it's an attachment style, but it's like for certain attachment styles, is it something that can be fixed? Like, could you go to a therapist and be like, oh, I have struggle under like- Why do you get an attachment style in the first place? I have no idea. Just from probably everyone's different the way they're brought up and everything like that. Is it something to do with like your relationship with your parents and how you left and things like that? I guess. I have no idea. Everyone's probably different. But like, is that one of those ones where you could go to a therapist and be like, my partner tells me they love me, but I just don't believe them. Yeah. I feel needy wanting to hang out with them all the time. Yeah. And also like potentially that person doesn't love themselves. True. That could be where it's Mm, stemming from. mm. Because it's like, if I can't love myself, why is someone going to love me? Like, I don't believe you. Self-doubt. Self-doubt. That one's, it's just tricky having that. And I think, I think to a certain extent, everybody has a little bit of anxious in them. Like I would say. Oh yeah. Like I get anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. Like in certain situations, Mm. it's just how much you can, I reckon you can work on it because it's certain people deal with it in different ways and it's just dealing with the feeling of why does he love me? And then you're like, he loves me because I'm a beautiful person. Exactly. And it's just going through the steps in your head. It's hard to, it's definitely, I still, I still find it difficult to accept compliments to you. I'm getting a lot better. Did your girlfriend ever say like, you're just so fucking handsome? Yeah. And yeah. you're just like... Yeah, it's definitely when you get out of the shower and like, she likes when I have like, yeah. wet hair or something. She's like, he's so handsome. And I was like, oh, yeah. thanks. It's, it's just, it's so, it's hard to to accept though. I find diff. I do I find, find it difficult. Like, yeah. you know, it's... Well, it's even with... This, it feels nice. Mm. Well, a lot of people with this potty have been saying like, oh, good stuff. Like, that's pretty True. cool what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm better. I, I'm always just... I was very appreciative of that. Uh, like, I used to be like, oh, it's nothing. But yeah. Now, but now it's like, oh, thanks, man. Like, I'm, gl- I'm glad it's paying my hard work's paying off. I know. Yeah. True, true. That's a good point. Like, it's, you don't realize how much work goes into it, do you? No. Because we... I guess like we do all the production and everything ourselves. Like we think of the content. We record the content. We edit. We do everything. So it does feel good to get like some recognition for it. I'm sure. And I think that's learning as well with time over time that we've gotten better because yeah, sort of realized how much we've put into it, to it. And that's sort of... I think we are slowly realizing with getting like starting to earn money from the podcast and how much we can charge for things. Yeah. We start to think like, what the fuck? We can charge that. But it's also like they're paying for the time we've put in for the last two years nearly. Yeah, exactly. So... Oh, yeah, it's weird, eh? Also, another thing, like, we also... I think we also second-guess everything about, like, the podcast. We're like, what do people want to listen to? Like, do we do people actually like listening to us? Yeah. It's like, obviously, they do. It's the exa- exact same thing, bringing it back to the love thing. You're like, why does someone want to love me? And then you mm. think to yourself, like, I've just... Since 18, 24, I've just built myself as a person so much. That's why he loves me. Because I've just... I've read all these books. I've grown as a person. I've gone on these trips. It's because of all these reasons of who I am. Mm. And it's going through those same steps. Yeah. I think that's why it's... No, I agree. Okay. Next one is um, dismissive um, attachment style. Is this one you said you fall under? No. Nah, no, nah, you're the next one. I'm disorganized, I reckon. <laughs> okay, keep going. And secure. But I, I think you can be a combination of all I'd of them. say everyone's a combination of all, but just mainly some. Avoidant dismissive attachment style. This is the opposite of the anxious attachment style. Instead of craving connection... They try to avoid emotional connection with others. They'd rather not rely on others than have others rely on them. I know heaps of people who do that. Oh, shit. Did you say they would rather not rely on others? Yeah. But they want people to rely on them? Yes. That's what they would prefer? Yeah. Oi, is that kind of like the start of like maybe a little bit of like, I'm talking like you want people to rely on you so you have power over them? Maybe to a certain extent. I think I th- ooh, that could be it. I think a lot, I know a lot of people that are like, I can do everything. I don't need your help. Fuck yeah. And it's like, it's I, so don't, I know you don't need my help. Yes. But I'm helping you. Exactly. Like Just I'm not, I'm not doing it because you need it. I'm doing it because I want to and I love you. 
You don't need my help. You can do everything you want by yourself. You got, I, it's like, yeah, I know you can do it yourself. You got through yeah. 24 years without me. I'm here now because I love you, not because you need me. <laughs> and they can't see that. That's crazy. Yeah. I think, I don't, I don't, I don't want to shoot any shots, but I feel like that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's just the most annoying to Deal probably get across where it's like, I'm doing this just because I care. Exactly. You know, like I'm doing this because... I just, I want to help you. I want to make your life easier. Yeah. It's okay to make your life easier for a bit. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you need my help. You're not relying on me. Exactly. Like I'm just here. Like, I'm not going to be here next week. You're going to have to do it on your own. There, there you go. Like, you know, it's funny. That's a funny one. As someone who has avoidant dismissive attachment style, tend to find it difficult to tolerate emotional intimacy. You value your own independence and freedom to the point where you can feel uncomfortable when even unsatisfied by intimacy and closeness in a romantic situation. Damn. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, that one is definitely one where it's, you're just going to push someone away. Mm. And it's also like, it's different. It's another one where you would not even know you're doing it until you recognize it. Like someone could say to you, like, you're so distant. Why are you like this? And they're like, no, I love you. And they don't get what they're doing. They don't at all. So they're like. I, I definitely think, it, I think that one stems from like, I don't know, childhood, something where you're forced to do everything yourself. Forced like, to grow up at a young age. Yeah, you're forced to grow up at a young age. You don't rely on a f- parent figure. Exactly. Guardian and, figure. And I don't know, you, you've always been the one to rely on yourself. You've never had anyone to lean on. And you yeah. ex- find it hard to accept someone else coming into your life and being able to be being able to lean on someone. Also, probably, at the, and it just would, I'd say, stem from they don't want to get disappointed. Mm. They don't want to be disappointed. They just want to fucking... Do everything themselves because they know. I they also think themselves. that comes down to not being ready for a relationship because you're not ready to let someone in and help. True. That's a good I like that. Yeah. That's mm. a good point. I think you're right there. Okay. I might have stuffed up here. I thought disorganized and disoriented attachment style was something different. Oh, so you might not be this. <laughs> yeah. right. Sounds good. Um, okay. Referred to as fearful avoidant attachment style stems from interfere, often as a result as childhood trauma, neglect, or abuse. Adults with this style of insecure attachment tend to feel like they don't deserve love or closeness in a relationship. I don't have that. That's not you. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to preface. I thought that meant like you don't know when you're going to see him next and you don't really care. Oh, okay. Right. That's what I thought this organized attachment style meant. I reckon this one's common. Yes. This one's common. What's it called again? Um, Disorganized, disoriented attachment style. Disorganized, disoriented. So, So it's feeling like you don't deserve said love. Mm. You feel like you're not good enough. Damn. I think a lot of people get that. And it's just, yeah. That would also be another one that comes to like, so it comes from trauma and it would be another thing where it's like, you really need to fucking work on that and learn to love yourself before you can get into anything. Hey, because like once you learn to love yourself and also it's something I'd say someone that has that also like even, even say they work on themselves and, and they love themselves they probably still get it in a relationship. Like they probably have to like fight it and they have to recognize it. And I'd say like, I don't even know. Do you need the best thing is to do is like communicate that? I think so. How, how could you work on feeling like you're enough? And it's, it stems from something deeper that we don't understand from parents being essentially dogs to their children. Yeah, I agree. And it's something that's in their mind that's, messing up their cognitive system saying that I'm not good enough. Why does he love me? La la la. It's always playing these tricks on you because your parents often said, it's often like probably parents who never give like, and if, if you did something good at school, your parents would never 
congratulate you or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they like, always go like, yeah, like you did something heaps good or like, but then they pick apart what you could have done better. Yeah, I think a lot of parents like do that. Like when you come second in a race, they don't say, congratulations, you just came second in New South Wales. They say, like, oh, we've got some work to do. Look, Sally Sally beat you by 12 seconds. Like you yeah. have a lot of work to do. You've got 12 seconds of work to do. Yeah, That's the, a lot in a I race know too. A lot of parents do that shit. They don't yeah. concentrate on your glory. They concentrate on the negative side of That's things. That's what David Beckham's dad did. Yeah, David. So David Beckham, every game he played, regardless of how good he played, his dad would pick apart the stuff he did wrong, like that pass, bad, mm. and like in in, I, it made him the best in his time. He's he was messed up though from but that he documentary. He was pretty messed up in the documentary. You could tell like he he that's a man that doesn't know how to talk about anything. No, that's a man that keeps to himself. He was depressed as fuck, and yeah, I find that I found watching that some parts of that very difficult to watch. Really. Like entertaining, great. It was cool to know. I never understood how famous he was. I didn't either. He was like, he was like the most famous person on the planet for a while. Mm. I never ever knew that. Like he's literally a national treasure, which I kind of knew that, but like just to that extent was crazy. But Mm. like, I just don't think I like, like I don't care about sports enough, but like I don't think I like how sportsmen are treated. Like they, I understand that they're professionals in their field. But once you get to that point, you're not like people don't look at you as a human. Glorified. It's like you, you're looked at as like you can't make a mistake. Mm. And like also there was another part. There was a in the documentary they had these two guys that were brothers, I think, that were um, paparazzi, and they did a lot of interviews with them in the documentary. And these guys, oh, I know we're talking about, yeah. These guys' whole life was taking photos of David Beckham and Crazy. selling the photos. And some and the guy said to them like, "Do you ever feel bad about like invading his privacy?" And they were like, "No." Like that's insane. Like. I, I just don't think that that's okay. I, I think it's all social media too. Bringing it back, it's sort of the social media is taking away the human side of things because mm. they think you're this person on your phone. Literally, yeah, it's that's crazy. A, that's all they think they but are. Yeah, the whole thing about that. And like in the, in the Beckham documentary, they portrayed his missus as like a this witch. evil witch. Yeah. She's just a fucking wife. Yeah. Like I just don't understand where the hate came from. I know. It was crazy. It's because they're in the public light and mm. just that much stress and pressure of yeah. anyone... Every single move they make, even outside of football, anything he did or she did, she would get ridiculed for saying things right before his game. Literally. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Okay. And the last bit of that disorganized attachment style affects adult relationships. You likely never learn to self-soothe your emotions. So both relationships, so both relationships around you can feel frightened and unsafe. If you experience abuse as a child, you may try to replicate the same abusive patterns in um, an adult relationship. Wait, that makes sense because it's always like if you witness abuse or you were abused, you it's very common to become an abuser. Yeah, I know. I'm That's hoping crazy. like the more you talk about it, the more that people should shift gear. I'm really hoping, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'd be happy to talk about it forever and ever. Yeah. I really hope that it, it can be like a thing that's just like, and like, I understand, like I, there's room like, for improvements everywhere. Like I can improve in spots. I'm sure of it. Like not many things piss me off. It's like what you said, like when dudes are out and does touch you. It's the fact that we have like a physical advantage over them just annoys me and we use it yeah i was talking to someone the other day and they like were literally saying like regardless of like how much say training a girl had yeah if i'm bigger than her yeah you can. i can just like overpower her like if i really wanted to yeah i, I hate overpower I hate, I hate the men use that and it's very it's just it's scary but it's also it also comes down to they don't know how to intellectually know how to communicate how they're feeling through words so they use their fists or whatever. And that's what they um, have seen growing up. Because mm. the pet dudes don't know how to talk about their feelings. So the more you talk about it, the better it could be hopefully in the future. Yeah. Because I don't know. a lot of We don't know anyone who does it. But I know there's a lot of things like that. They still go around the world. 
Oh, yeah, it happens very often. The more people it reaches, the better the situation is eventually going to become. Yeah, and I mean, I hope, like, I do know, I read I read a dilemma that I didn't want to bring up on today's thing. I just thought it was just, it was way out of our league. Like, yeah. But it was about, along the lines of, like, a, a lady noticing that her friend was actually abusing her boyfriend, okay. like her own boyfriend. And she said that, so she said that she knows for a fact, apparently. So she wanted to go to the boyfriend and be like, look, I'm in your corner. Like, I'm, I see it happening. I want you to know that I see it happening and I would like to help um, in any way I can. Apparently, because like the people that get abused, they feel very trapped. They feel like they can't do anything. Like they get threatened, you know, like the abuser will, you know, threaten a family member if you go to someone, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but apparently if someone notices it, like knowing that someone's in your corner when you're the abused like I, I'm not saying from experience, but like apparently that is a massive thing. So I think it'd be really cool if we could get it out there. Let like, I don't know, maybe noticing if you like just in the scenario we're talking about, maybe if you notice, if you're out you're and you're at a club and you notice a girl getting bothered by a guy, just, just go up to her and, and just be like, Hey babe, how's it going? Like mm. pretend to be her boyfriend. So the guy fucks off, Yeah, exactly. you know? So, and like ladies, um, definitely is there, I think we should look it up. I'm pretty sure there's a thing. Like, and I'm, I even like slipping a note to a bartender, you know, like just anything you can do if, as a woman, if you're afraid, like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And there's plenty of nice guys out there that would definitely. Well, we've had you. plenty of situations where girls just like come up to us and be like, oh, just pretend you're with us for a sec. Yeah. Well, that has happened to us a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I think the majority of dudes are nice. You just have to yeah. know when to pick them. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're feeling a bit afraid, just, yeah. It's fuck. It sucks, doesn't it? But yeah, it's just it's. I don't know. All these things that our brain unconsciously does in the background and causes you to act yeah. in relationships is tough because you, we're learning now that it's not your fault that you have these annoying, needy attachment styles yeah. or like dismissive or you you don't feel like you deserve to be loved. And it's just that's what life's about: it's figuring out the bad cards you've been dealt. Yeah, and exactly. it's, it's just how to do it and the best way to approach it. I agree. And that's with the relatable stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just plug that there. <laughs> do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. Relatables. All right, everybody. Next up, we're talking, we give a lot of relationship advice, and most of the time it's very, very healthy. Yeah. But. <laughs> We gotta even that out. We gotta even that shit out. This is best ways to humble your partner. Lovely. If you ever think things are going too well, you need to knock them down a couple of notches. <laughs> this is how you do it. Number one, tell them what their nickname was in the girls' group chat. Oh my god. Oh no, nah, that'd break me. You reckon? Nah, that'd break what me. Do you I'm sorry, you, but that would break. What me. do you reckon your name was? Uh, I reckon at the mo- I reckon what we what you and I would get these days would just be like podcast man. Oh, I was yeah, going to say that you, wouldn't break. I was going to say yours was like small pee pee. Oh, yeah, but if it was like cries after sex, yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. Like five second man. No, oh. five second man. Yeah. Oh, tall, handsome, but doesn't last long. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. There'd be heaps of. Oh, I don't want to know. What no, I couldn't are. know that. I, I actually couldn't know it. Oh, best ways to humble your partner. Don't moan. That'd work. That would Let work. me tell you right now, that'd work. That oh my work. God. <laughs> Let me tell you, that would work. Hum- oh. uh, 
Okay, next one. Don't moan. I'll start moaning if you don't moan. <laughs> I'll start it for us. Don't even, honestly, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll moan for the both yeah, of you. Yeah, I'll moan for the both of us just so you enjoy it too. Exactly. I can have enough enjoyment for the both of us. Imagine that. That ain't working on me. Imagine she didn't moan. Don't I'd stop. Moan. I would stop. It makes, it's like, is this good? Yeah. Oh, you know, if you didn't moan, you know what your nickname would be in the group chat? Starfish. Oh. Right. right back at you. Two can play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Best way is to humble your partner. Say, you have the confidence of someone much taller than you. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Don't attack my high. He, he's gone on like Don't a, attack my- oh. He's gone on a rant and she just goes, you have the confidence of someone much taller than you. I would be like, what? <laughs> See, no, but if you're tall, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like it could work on me because like, yes, I'm like tall. I'd say it was funny. But I would still be like, it would work on me. Mm. But you, because you're obviously tall. Yeah. You'd just be like, <laughs> I think it's something better. What'd you say down there? So, where'd you get that? Yeah. yeah. What's the weather like down there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, best way to humble your partner. Oh, you'd be like this, sorry. You'd be like this, you'd be like, someone talking to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> Oh, can you hear something? Can you hear that? What That's that? weird. Someone just interrupted me, but I can't even see them. Best way is to humble your partner. Asking them to explain the joke they just told in public. No! Fuck off! Just laugh! Imagine that. That's ridiculous. That's a good one. You must have done something bad. That is a good one. That is oh, yeah, bad. That would humble me straight away because I take pride on making you laugh because it's all I've got. All right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, this one's cutthroat. Best way is to humble your partner. If you get in an argument with them, say, I'm arguing with someone I lowered my standards for. Oh. <laughs> therapy. Yeah. Therapy. <laughs> that's therapy. That's what I, that's oh. no, therapy. You couldn't hear that. No. That's breakup worthy. Fuck off. That's not humbling. That's breakup. Let me just think of a comeback for that. I'm arguing with someone I lowered my standards for. There's nothing. No, there isn't. You'd, you'd, you'd be, I'd be like, yeah, well, you had sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, well, joke's on you. Yeah. All right, joke is on you. Yeah. Because I'm here and you're the one arguing. Yeah. All right, I'm about to walk away. Exactly. I'm over this. Exactly. Fucking hell. Okay, next one. Best way to humble your partner. Ask him if he's 5'11 when he's clearly over six foot. Nah. You know what? You know what's been happening to me? I tell people I'm six foot. <laughs> all right. Because I am. All right, guys. I'm six foot. Yeah. Okay. I actually am. I'm 183 centimeters. That's six foot. Look it up. <laughs> and when I tell people I'm six foot, I always get, are you really? Or are you 5'11? And then I say to them, why would I lie? When you can measure me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and the fact that they're probably asking you when you have shoes on, so you're 100% over six foot. It makes me more angry <laughs> than when people say to me, are you really six foot or are you 5'11? No, I'm six fucking foot. <laughs> All right? Ladies, take some notes. Yes. Clearly, I'm passionate about this subject. <laughs> okay, buddy. Act like your hairline and take a few steps back. Stop! I'm already receding! Stop! <laughs> Fuck off! 
<laughs> That's good for you, eh? If I open up to you and I show you my receding hairline and you say that to me, I'm breaking up. You want to show away. the camera? No, Why not happening. This, this falls perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I look like I don't have a receding. This falls perfectly. <laughs> Best way is to humble your partner. Are you wearing that? Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, that was just rude, though. <laughs> That's just fucking rude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I might have to cut this out, but best place to humble your partner. It might be someone Jake's been talking to. <laughs> Yawn during sex. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> you don't want to be here. Yeah. If you don't want to be here, tell me. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. Rightio. Oh, I get it. Don't fucking lie to me and tell me it's the best you've ever had and then say that shit. Jake's oh. just been humbled. <laughs> okay, I get it. Oh. oh, is that it? That's it. That was the best way to humble your partner. Jake's been severely humbled. I'm done. What you wanna do, be what you wanna be, relatables. Alright, guys. Good episode. I was, this is a good episode. It's that was a good episode. Warm in Um, I just want to thank everybody for getting this far. 2024, it's a good year for us. Just the year of the relatables. Plug in the Patreon, that's yeah. for sure. Go do that's good stuff. And yeah. Alright, guys, I'm singing I'm just Ken by Ryan Gosling, seeing as we spoke about Barbie, and he just won an award for it. I know. Alright. He was godsmacked for winning. Did you say him? Well, I think that he wasn't supposed to win. Oh. I, th- I have a feeling it's all rigged. I don't know. But he he was like. It looked like he didn't, felt like he didn't deserve it. He lo- he did look at it as if like, I don't deserve this. Yeah. But like, it must have just been a publicity play. Sure. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> it's funny. You got to watch the movie. It's funny. Doesn't seem to matter what I do. I'm always number two. No one knows how hard I tried. Oh, I have feelings that I can't explain. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Driving me insane. All my life been so polite, but I'll sleep alone we love you tonight. Because I'm just kidding. Anywhere else I'd be your tent. Is it my destiny to live and, and we're die going to the moon. life You're all coming with us. Agility. Relatables are shooting off into I'm the stars. Just Ken. Where I see love, she sees a Jake's friend. Jake's driving us. What will it I'm take the for her to see the man I just behind say thank you. the tent and fight for me? Oh, it's a good song. See you, everybody. What you wanna do, be what you wanna be, relatables. relatables.